Hello, Eves, new and old, and welcome to Gateway to the Universe, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice to the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me, as always, is our novice, Will. How are you this week, Will? I'm very good for the third time of trying to record this. Hopefully, <laughs> my system doesn't crash and we can actually get through the entire episode. Um, welcome to all our regular listeners and to anyone new for those of you that are new we are the show that reviews anime but we review it from the point of view of an absolute novice to the anime world which Mm -hmm. is me and uh likewise sam comes at it from the uh point of view of an expert someone who's gone through years and years of anime training grueling anime training (laughs) (laughs) um yeah we usually discuss a show brought to us by sam and we look at the first three episodes and basically just pick it apart discuss some of the key elements to it and decide whether it's good enough to show a novice and maybe get them hooked on anime so if you've got any noobs out there that you want to any friends of yours that you want to get them into anime you know point them in the direction of the podcast see if we can do it for you see if we can get them hooked i mean to be honest sometimes we are absolutely demolish shows on here so yeah we're 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 basically we're creating a list of shows that potentially could help you hook an absolute novice on anime and speaking of that list will have you been looking at any shows that we deemed worthy of the anniversary recently have you checked out any new episodes or followed up on any series of old um not much i've been I've, i've been fairly preoccupied with um uh well, I, 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 we'll talk about it in Slice of Life, but I binge-watched uh, season four of Cobra Kai. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, but I did watch another episode, which has got, got me more invested in the series of Eden of the East. So I watched oh. I watched episode four of that recently, and I was like, this... And season episode four was like a game changer. It sort of reveals... Yeah, it's totally wild. Yeah, reveals a lot of stuff that's going on there. So... Um, I, I did watch that and I am going to try and catch up with that um, again in the weeks to come. But apart from that, not really. Um, Excellent. This week, we've been looking at a show uh, that Sam gave us called, and now I'm not going to try and do any sort of, I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> this really. The, the character name um, is uh, has got the, the, the phonetic sounds are very Japanese in the show. Um, oh, so yeah. I'm just going to say how it's read, which is Tact Op Destiny. Uh, Sam. Bingo. Tell me about Tactop Destiny and why anyone would want to watch this show. Well, if you're a fan of Studios Mapper, who brought us such classics as Jujutsu Kaisen or God of High School, or Madhouse, which brought us the incredible Afro Samurai and... What else did Madhouse do? <laughs> the Afro, Note, the think. Afro Samurai. That's brilliant. The, the Afro what? Samurai. We're going to check that out at some point. Okay, it's a good cool. show. Um, um, if you're a fan of these two studios and the level of fidelity that they are able to handle combat animation then this is the show for you if you like big flashy fights you like cute anime girls they're combined into one here to a degree if you're a fan of music then this might be a show for you especially classical music because the show bills itself as being the uh, using the power of music to fight against an extraterrestrial threat um i think maybe we'll talk a bit more about how well it delivers on that yeah. throughout our review but there definitely is classical music here so if if you like the conducting part of the orchestra then you're in for a treat um <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i feel like you'll have it's, to it's... jump jump through a lot of hoops if that's what you're going into this show for um <laughs> 
but it's there. Be a big surprise. Yeah, it definitely is there. Um, other than that, it's a almost road trip, and we talked about this uh, a few weeks ago with our blame episode post post apocalypse because. Yes. It has happened, and society is now back up and mostly running. Okay, right. Okay, I'm going to disagree again. I thought this when I went into the show, and I guess we can talk about this more in a minute, but um, it is post... I thought, yeah, this seems like it could be post-post-apocalyptic, but are we really saying there's been an apocalypse? Because... Is it because people are still living in their normal day to day lives? Society hasn't really fallen apart. There's just ah, been an invasion. Ah, it's not rebuilt. really okay. Maybe post post invasion then. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Post post invasion. Yeah. It's like okay. every country after Britain's got its grubby mitts on. It. Oh, oh, the the, the truth hits hard. <laughs> oh, no. We're uh, not great. No. Anyway, no. let's get into our review. Okay. All right, well, yes. Tacked up Destiny. Tell me what's happening in these first three episodes for those who maybe haven't watched it or want a brief summary. Yeah, okay. So um, it, it opens with exposition and we have aliens landing. These the, these crystals crash land. What's your favorite flavor of rock? Um, blue. And there's, yeah. <laughs> there's these colorful, happy crystals, <laughs> the good crystals that crash land. And... I don't really know how that links to anything else at the minute. And then there's black crystals mm. that crash and release these creatures that can only be defeated by music arts. Yes. And we follow our main character's maestro. Well, I mean, they're all maestros, but that's what he's sort of referred to as. Um, what's what's his proper full name? Do we have a full name for him? Tact. Asahino, I think. Oh, it's tacked, obviously, yes. The name of the bloody show. <laughs> I was like, has he forgotten the name? Really? <laughs> Truly? <laughs> no, I genuinely did because I've re- I wrote my show early on before they sort of revealed that he was uh, tacked. And then uh, oh, some sort still of confusing for your ear as well because he's not just referred to as tacked, is he? They call him tacto. Yes, they do. Yes. Yeah. The tacto. Um, yeah. So. Tacto or Tact is the uh, main protagonist, I guess, alongside Cosette or Cosette. Cosette or uh, again, Cosetto. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, what are we going with? Cosette, which is it with Cosette, yeah. Is that um, a play on words with Cassettes. Cassette. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's musically inspired. It's, sure, why it is. Not? It is musically inspired. Um, Does that mean that I have to rewind her like after every battle? Well, she, and she make she, sure that she, I don't pull out bits of. Tape. Make sure that you don't pull out. I mean, mate, that's one way. <laughs> that's one way to go about it. You know, each have... there are a lot of waifus here. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying there are some very nice character designs here. <laughs> there are some very nice character designs, and it's not at all um, submissive in any nature whatsoever. <laughs> um, but yes, so cassette is um, cassette, cosette, cosette, whatever. Um, she is this magical being that we get backstory of in episodes two and three um yeah and she it, her, she's a music art whose job it is to destroy all of these d2s which are these um creatures from outer space and yeah it's a re- it's really bizarre they 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 ba- they're basically on a journey 
These two people, mm-hmm. three people, because they've got the big sister character as well Anna. there, Anna. Yep. Um, they're on a journey across country to reach New York in order to help uh, Cassette sort of f- find balance because she's she's not a traditional um, music, music art. art. Yeah. And she's, she's got bad energy consumption. And during the first few episodes, we see her doing lots of fighting and it's burning through her energy. It burns through her energy to the point where she needs rewind. Her tape needs rewinding. Um, (laughs) Back in the cassette. (laughs) Um, And uh, they travel across country trying to get to New York to get help from something, some group of people. Symphonica. The Symphonica. Yes. Um, mm, who are the big group of organizers who basically say that they created the music arts and they are also essentially the government that's left slash military in that they're the ones who are keeping order and are banning people from listening to music. Yes. So they, they, they it's feel, it feels like they sort of rose up when the attack happened. They sort of became this, they took over as the governing body because they knew sort of what to do and they had the powers and the control yeah. to do it because human weapons wouldn't work against these things. And boy, are these yeah. things pretty intense. Like they're giant. Oh, yeah. Purpley blobs that, uh, or, I really or like creatures. Their designs. The designs are pretty impressive. I mean, again, like, that, that into, when you think of linked with generic, the animation, though, yeah, like, linked with the animation. I think in, in terms of if you saw them in isolation, it's like, oh yeah, there's the the big punchy one that looks kind of like a gorilla. There's this mm. but insectoid one which mm. looks like a, a spider, and then here's the one that looks like an anteater. And it's the the way that they're portrayed in the world that really gives them the otherness factor. I think the way that they move and the sounds that they make. But yeah, yeah, it's um, right. uh, it is good that, and I did like how there were different types because it did run the risk of just being generic. Um, what mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I'm sure there's some some phrase for it, you know, just that generic, mod- just a mook. Yeah, mook is that is that is that an actual thing? Yeah, what's a, what's a mook? Yeah, just a mook. a mook. A mook in so in games or anime, a mook is kind of the your generic foot soldier that the, yes, the person that yes. you send out on foot mass yes, and absolutely. just get like swept aside yeah yeah so there was a massive risk of creating an army of mooks but uh they have not done that they've managed to vary their different uh styles i don't i don't know whether to this point really we've seen whether that matters that much in battle because they seem to just shoot them either way and you know they might move a little yeah. bit differently but as far as how you fight them they all seem to just shoot them so you know yeah shoot or ha- slash or yeah, yeah yeah there was a really powerful one wasn't there that they needed to spend a little bit in more in episode one the one that where they yes. made it out with the piano i wanted to ask you about this what did okay. you think of starting in media res in terms of starting seemingly at a random point on the road trip and then cutting back to give all of the backstory up to that point <laughs> Okay, so this 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 is a really good segue into my point, my first topic of conversation, and that is: is backstory always necessary? I think, because when it opened at the beginning of episode one, I thought it was quite refreshing. It was almost, I feel like it's almost childlike, and I think writers and directors potentially are afraid not to give backstory because people won't take it seriously. But there's something Mm. quite nice about just saying this is these are the rules of this world this is the situation yeah. you don't need to know everything about it um mm. and potentially you know if you want to get deep you can drip feed things in but a lot of things a lot of shows nowadays 
it's all about the backstory. It's all about the past. It's all about making links and Easter eggs and all of these sorts of... trying to get as much deep lore as possible into yeah. the show so that for the people who want to really immerse themselves in it, they've got that opportunity to. Yeah, but yeah. And I and, feel you can do that more organically. Yeah, potentially. And, and here, at the beginning, I was like, oh, right, okay. So there's these crystals. We don't need to know about what these crystals are. They're just these evil things. Evil and good, great. Right, let's go. Let's do... Awesome. Let's, Easy let's peasy. Kick some butt. Um, and then obviously the se- second and third episode do revolt. They, they do exactly what that was trying not to do, I guess, where they go back and they tell <laughs> the preamble as to how all of this sort of came about, or at least the yeah. how the characters came to be, which I guess is a little bit different because you do yeah. want to invest in these characters. You do want to know who they are. So it's not quite the same as giving us a full backstory as to where these crystals came from and how the magic works. Yeah, but it's it's more why are these characters on the journey? Yeah, I thought I thought it was really brave. I thought I mean episode 2, the first half dragged a lot. Um, it does, yeah. It it, but it, it pays off <laughs> to a certain extent. It definitely it does <laughs> because the ending of episode 2, I feel like could you imagine this show coming out and you have episode two three then one for mm. example and it goes okay so we introduce the characters it's just the normal kind of world building we get bits of the symphonica we get bits about tact and we find his motivation about his obsession with music and then it ends with this explosive scene that then gets you hyped for the next week i think that's a better hook i think episode two's ending hook is far better than seeing a big flashy fight that doesn't really count for anything in episode one. So how does it, it's there to show off. How does episode one end again? Is that when she goes off to the city, the, the town by herself? Uh, episode one finishes with them putting the piano in the abandoned place. They have the really big flashy. Oh, that actually fight. is in episode one. Is that not, do they not, does she not come back defeated at the end of episode one? And then they do that at the beginning of episode. No, that's no. No, you're right. It must all be in episode one. Yeah, episode two. It's all episode one because they they skip the OP to just go straight into it. So they get that bit of extra time. So quite mm. a lot happens. Yeah. And it ends with them chilling out after the fight and Tact playing some more music on his piano. Um, and it's like, okay. it's cool. This is a really cool approximation of what the show is probably going to be like. Big mm. battles. We're going to find out more about the world. We're going to travel across America, which is an interesting setting for an anime. Mm. And we're gonna this is what you're in for so i get why that's episode one but i feel in terms of pulling people back in and understanding the stakes like i feel like i'd have cared about that fight more if i'd already got to know tact and Cosette and anna whereas um maybe but i I, there's there's a point that i really want to bring up which Mm -hmm. i want to praise episode one for doing and that is um Right. Okay. So I'm going to make a really weird comparison here. That's probably probably only makes okay. sense in my head. But bear with me. You know, Pulp Fiction. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So out of order storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. Out of order storytelling. Um. But also dropping you straight in the action with these characters, and you just need to pick up what you can. You need to pick up mm. exactly what's happening. And with with this show, I really like that sense of 
it, it opened very sort of typically with these the these this kid and we're sort of expositing through the characters oh we can't have music mm-hmm. here oh there's a piano here and then this character comes out and i genuinely not not seeing this show before thought we were going to follow a character that got pulled into this world and there was our point of view character typical sort of anime style oh they're learning yeah. along with the viewer and they completely pulled the rug out from under us when he mm. when the, the when the the creature the the what what was it um d2 attacks and then it leaves all of those people behind just it leaves <laughs> this town behind and then it's just following these three characters who are clearly weathered and know a bit more about this world they are mm. almost a bit jaded and it just remind they're driving in a car along this dusty plain and it just reminded me of um Samuel L. Jackson and um, John Travolta in the car driving having along having that conversation having those conversations with cheese exactly yeah because I think they even talk about food maybe not in that scene but the, 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 the food's quite a big focus for a big part of this yeah, yeah. Um, and I really no, like I can that. see why yeah I, yeah I agree with you I think it's a really good way to start off I think it's then I also wanted to add into that um, whilst that's a really good start for the story to take what did you think about the the tone? Because I think episode one hits a much more comedic vibe with a lot of the slapstick, and then there's the little chibi the version chibi of, of the fight, telling her what happened mm. to kind of save resources for the big finale. And then we go into episodes two and three, and it feels like a lot of that jokiness evaporates. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it does. You're right. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Um, the, the there is some comedic moments, but again, I think that first show, that first episode, has a lot of different dynamics because I thought the first that that first piano scene it had me hooked when he when he when mm. he comes up like they're, they're clearly basically in this world for those of us that haven't seen it you that you cannot play music because it lures the D twos to you effectively. Yeah. So D2s are attracted to music. And we get this, and and how this little boy doesn't know that, like he's about to play the piano, <laughs> how he doesn't know that you're not allowed to play musical instruments. And like, you'd think that'd be lesson 101. He's, 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 he's old enough to know this. Um, yeah. And he's about to so play. Attacked the- full on is the only reason that that D2 attacks the town. He could have yes. killed like a good few people. Yeah. Just because he's, I've got to play the piano. <laughs> yeah um so anyway he plays the piano and it it, i genuinely thought they did a really good job of showing how uh, entranced everyone was with this how how long Mm. they'd gone without hearing music and everyone was just enamored with his playing he's and and it was really nice music he he plays his tune and then again not having seen this show when that d2 hits it is big and it is it, yeah. it is impressive and it's it's bombastic i know we use that word a lot but it's um it was bombastic it was this just big showy fight and then cassette comes mm. in and kicks ass um i love her entrance as well where it's just this really petite blonde girl in a sundress just yeah. roundhouse kicking this giant monster at, at, right above a piano and it just goes flying yeah there's a few moments that i really enjoyed in the first episode where cassette just gets like ragdolled around the place and then she just stands back up like yeah yeah right now to continue the mission <laughs> yeah yeah no she, she's a, she's a cool character uh, to have as this 
combatant. Um, yeah, she's fun. And her, you know, her, her attitude and everything adds to that as well. Her sort of devil may care mm. sort of, I'm just going to do what I need to do. Uh, this is my job. This is my role. Um, but yeah, that fight scene was so visceral. It was, uh, there are comedic elements that, that run, that run through it. And I did like, I did like that chibiness. I like that chibi fight. Yeah. Um, the yeah, way, yeah, in the first episode, like, yeah, 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 I really liked it because it's, it makes sense. She's giving a field report. She's coming back and she's like showing it off. I really like the look of the chibi as well. It reminded yeah. me of, um, <laughs> Pantene stocking. Um, the character designs from that. Yes, you heard correctly. Sorry. It's a show by Gainax <laughs> called Pantene stocking with garter belt. Um, I maybe can't, we'll check it out one yeah, day. Yeah, can't wait to see that. Can't wait to experience Pantene, Pant- Stocky, what? what was with Garterbell, with Garterbell. Okay, <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, um, but yeah, I loved, the, I loved the chibi, and I really liked that. Um, you can tell why it was being used there was to free up all of that extra time to focus on that final fight. And as far as it goes, that final part of episode one feels a lot like a final boss fight in yeah. some other shows. Mm. The way that the camera is spinning around and it's all dynamic in two D, and there's all these really big impact frames as she's fighting this insectoid yeah. D2. The show is nothing if not committed to creating incredible action sequences. Yeah. So you think, do you think that's a drawback that they put that there then? Because I mean, you said that that wasn't enough to hook people in, but if you are putting a boss fight there, it's, you know, the it end kind of, of makes the stakes a bit weird, right? Because then you cut back immediately the next episode mm. to before the powers were here and we don't really get that same the expectation now i feel after that first episode is we're going to be treated to one or two really nice big fights every week Mm. episode two instead we get this big emotional core all the way through and then we end on the fight about to begin which is kind of okay Mm. but i think if you going cold turkey from that amount of action into why am I now sitting here? You said that like earlier, you felt the first half of episode two drags. And mm. I completely agree with you because I'm there like, you've already sold me on the world and the characters yeah. and the fact <laughs> yeah. that they're just on this journey. Yeah. Just keep doing that. Yeah. I don't care where they come from at this point. You can drip feed that in later. But yeah, like- I think that when we compare it to something like Attack on Titan, where they're there were times later through the series where they had whole episodes devoted to backstory. But for the most part, the, uh, there's a bit in specifically I'm thinking of when, when oh, I can't even remember the characters' names. I'm, I'm picturing snow, mountains, and they do a backstory. Oh, uh, y- Ymir and Historia. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Yeah, and that whole backstory, that dragged, and that wasn't even whole episodes, I don't think. They still went back and they carried on the main story as it was going on. And that was like after a well-established, you know, few seasons of the show. Here, doing yeah. it here, it's almost like we need... I, I don't know these characters as well as they... Like, you've got me here. I, mm-hmm. I, I, need, to, I need to still experience what, what I'm here for if you're then going to backstory me. Yeah. I, I, I think... Mm. No, I agree. I, and I think that's why I, I would, if I was directing it, <laughs> switch the order. If I was a acclaimed, famous Japanese anime director, I would do this. Yeah. But no, I, I would put the second and third episodes first because that it like that slow build up into the shocking end of episode two with the big explosion. 
Kazette dying mm. and then being re-brought back as Destiny as this um, music art and then having the the second episode of him under, coming to understand the powers. We meet Lenny, we meet Titan, we see what the music art, we see what a professional music art can do and then we see Tax starting to learn from Lenny. Mm. Then we go into seeing them a bit more autonomous I and handling things. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's one way of doing it. I personally would disagree. I think you keep it as it is, but you push episodes two and three further down the line. Um, mm. So you see more of how they are at the minute. Because there was some quite nice questions that came up from episode one. Like, um, Tact was quite arsy towards Cassette. He was very yeah, much very sort of like... Yeah, very hostile. And um, that was in- an interesting dynamic because he was clearly on the same side. There was She clearly hadn't done anything at the time, really, to piss him off that much. And yeah. it, episode two reveals how like it's that the fact that he's lost his friend, he's his lost childhood friend, and and, yeah. and and this thing has replaced her almost. Um, that 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 sort of builds this sort of conflict within him because he, he potentially I don't know whether he feels responsible. We haven't got to that sort of um, dynamic, but I can imagine him feeling partly responsible for this. Mm. Um, and, and, and you could definitely have those flashbacks coming in and out. Yeah, like interspersed with the the journey because I feel billing this entire thing as a road trip, mm. which the ED and the OP tend to do, like, and then taking the entire road trip aspect away from it for two episodes, it's a bit jarring. So you could yeah. definitely filter in those flashbacks throughout the series as like Tact comes to terms with things, and you can tie that into his emotional and character development. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. Big question I want to ask you, Will. Mm. You had dream road trip. You got like two weeks just on the road, just you and some bros in a camper van. <laughs> right, where well, are you going? Where, where's this going? Um, <laughs> am, am I in the US at this point? Are we in the same situation? Yeah, you could be anywhere. Maybe there's D2s, maybe there's not. Maybe you just <laughs> want to go for a nice holiday with the boys. <laughs> I'm not sure where this is going. Um, where would I go? Ah. I mean, the cliche answer is somewhere like Vegas, but I'm not really, I'm not really feeling that. You want to do like the old Route 66, like tearing down the highways, hours at a time. I mean, it does sound cool. Realistically, sounds very hot and clammy with a bunch of blokes as well. Um, Yeah, you'd need a good AC. You need a good AC. And also like if you're doing a road trip, you can't really drink and drive. I mean, you shouldn't drink it. You don't drink and drive. 100%. I don't know why there was any vagueness about that. You don't drink and drive. Um, so you're sort of waiting to stop off before or everyone's, I don't know. I don't know, mate. I don't, I don't know. If I was going to go on a road trip, I'd go somewhere impressive like, uh, Switzerland or like th- Ooh, th- going cool. through, through the Alps. Um, somewhere with impressive nice. views. Um, so like, you can just sit out with a camp chair in the evening and just like really take in like S- South Africa or somewhere where you can like drive Ooh. yeah that'd be good I'd go Europe yeah you I said mean, stuff interesting to do right like you're going to find a small village here and there everywhere that's yeah. going to be like wine you could drive through France get some beautiful wine oh. stay in a chateau I mean it depends on whether how money how big money is an object <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you go, you're going on a shoestring, you're not going to quite manage it. <laughs> no, although, you know, I imagine wine is pretty pl- plentiful in France and yeah, of all of varying qualities. Um, 
Like, um, it just reminds me of the episode of The Simpsons when Bart goes to France and he's, oh, he's France. in the moonshine sort of wine industry <laughs> in a little shed. There's, there's always wine. For three months. <laughs> I don't know any French. <laughs> Forget everything you've learned, boy. <laughs> what? <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah. Okay. Fair. I mean, is that, is that really, it was, was, was a no follow up? Just, from just, that? just yeah. curious. I was just, just really curious because. I think they kind of sell within the show the idea that, oh, yeah, road trips could be kind of fun. Anna is enjoying aspects of it and stopping off at the diners and chatting to the locals. Have you I seen that moment? Oh, go on. I was going to say, we're back onto the show now. I was going to say, have you seen the film Road Trip? No. Mm. It's got that. Made, No, I saw Euro Trip. Yeah, yeah. So probably the sequel. It is, yeah. But it's different cast, so it's not. But it's oh. it's it's part of a same, same, same ethos i I think i trip multiverse well it is it it weirdly is and i i i I think um i think i bought them as a dvd when i was a teenager and it was a it was a combi in the same same case so they are literally part Mm. of the same thing um road trips got stifler in um yes he turns up in the euro trip one oh does he so it is the same universe (laughs) yeah okay yeah it's like the mcu but just road trips and euro trips and drinking too much yeah um so you were going to say cassette likes the road trip yes you, you think she likes that yeah. element anna likes the road trip oh anna likes think, the road trip i think she just likes spending time with i think she just likes because... being on the move because the other two are so distracted half the time by everything <laughs> and oh, anna's just like when adhd kicks in. Just, just remember what we're doing what we're doing here and they both give two different what, answers what <laughs> she's like no well, how can you forget this <laughs> What do you think of the, our main trio? Because mm. I'm not a big fan of tact. I like Anna and Kazette is just a blank slate at this point. So Anna has to do a lot of the heavy lifting in terms of personality. I oh, think. Yeah, but I, I, I don't particularly... I, I feel like we're, we're not watching it for Anna and Anna's there screaming and shouting about trying to keep them on track. And I want to... Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see tact and uh, Kazette and their their dynamic because especially in episode one when we didn't really know the backstory it was interesting to see what they were doing yeah. and trying to learn like i still don't know mm, i, ca- I kind of i've I kind of got, a, got an inkling but i we don't really have an explanation as to what the maestro does in this relationship it's just sort of yeah there is a maestro there is a music art and the music the maestro seems to conduct the music art a little bit in their actions mm. but again we have a real, we, we, and, and this is where the show is quite interesting. We learn in episode one that, um, cassette, dra- we, we, we get this explained later on, but it's pretty evident that she takes his energy. He loses his arm yeah. whenever she transforms. And we don't realize at this point that this isn't normal, that this isn't how music mm. arts operate. Um, so he loses his arm every time and they sort of drain their energy together at the same time until they both pass out. And then, yeah, and they have to uh, eat a ridiculous amount of food to to, to replenish what, what what they what they've lost, and that and and when we learn more about, and that's really intriguing because it's like, well, how did that come to be? She's clearly this magical being. Is, is he magic as well? And we find out he's just a regular guy that she ish, because he's 
able to do things that normal humans can't do. He right. falls off a building. He it's does. slapstick. Yeah. And he makes a crater, but he also, in the D2 fight, in the yeah. same episode, and when he first gets his powers, he does, like, this massive jump. Mm. So yes. the maestros are also getting some form of power from being connected to him. Well, he arm. is. Oh, yeah, he is. Because we don't see Lenny really no. doing anything like that, do we? No, and and that was interesting. Mm. I was watching. I was watching when Lenny and um, Titan came in, and he didn't. He he wasn't affected by, and and Titan was obviously already in a transformed form because she's not. Yeah, in the whole time, because because that's just how a music art works. They don't they don't transform mm. in the same way that Cassette does. So, and he doesn't have any effect to him. When she goes into battle, you know he doesn't lose an arm, basically, and and then yeah. and and so learning about that did did feel quite rewarding because you sort of you these these things were these questions were being asked internally, mm. and then you sort of like all right, okay, so it's not normal, and it was it was a nice shift rather than him just learning. It's like oh no, there's an actual problem here. There's there's a situation that isn't that's a bit sinister. Um, so we need to go get it checked out, and that's mm. the the big drive to get to the symphonica yeah. nice drive i also really love that uh, um i do love that lenny and titan uh, her music art power seems to be i have a shotgun what of it <laughs> versus Cosette's ridiculous sci-fi sword gun she's yeah. just there strapped and she's just like bah, bah, bah. yeah yeah she's um she's very um understated but badass at the same time um and then cassettes this her her first sort of fight scene once we've met lenny and titan when she chases off into the into the forest oh yeah you get you get that reveal of her sort of naivety almost um she's just sort of running on instinct sucks she does suck she's running on instinct and and causing more more hassle than it's worth like which mm. I don't know. It, it that's that that was weird to me because it felt like she's got this grand purpose, and I guess it is that sort of she hasn't been trained. We get inklings that there's some sort of training program that they rigorous that rigorous training program that they need to go through. Um, yeah, and she's not had that, so she just goes gun ho into everything, um, which is why she burns up all of her fuel so fast. But again, it it. Mm, it feels a bit weird coming off of the back of episode one where we see that she's at least pretty competent. Like in episode one, she gets defeated, sure. But then they come back with a plan and then they perfectly execute it. She doesn't really miss any of her shots or anything. Yeah, there's also, episode- there's also there's also a bit where she, when she runs off and gets defeated, um, Tact is like, uh, he, he confronts her and he's like, well, I thought you had it under under control. Then episode two reveals that she does this. She runs off and mm. doesn't have a doesn't have a def- she doesn't know how to d- deal with the situation. So, really, should he be making that assumption? Shouldn't he be like, "Oh, she's ran off again. I'd better make sure she's okay." I need to go after her. Yeah, yeah. Um, but hey, luckily Anna knows this and goes off and and brings her back. Um, does a big dramatic scream and then everything's fine. Yeah, everything is fine. Um. Yeah, it'd have been cool if they just killed her off then. End of end of it, <laughs> and then the, super dark. Well, then then the rest of the series is how did they get to that point? And then maybe she survives once we've invested in the character. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, that'd be good. 
Now, I've got a bit of, bit of a reveal for you here, Will. Oh, is this a spoiler? Um, not so much. Okay. It's more of a, in, in the meta sense okay, of, of right, this okay. show. Yeah. So there's a one core show. Right. Okay. And it's here to promote something. Oh. What do you think that this show is here to promote? Because I think a lot of fast food restaurants. Those <laughs> fast food restaurants. That one diner in the middle of the desert. Yeah. <laughs> they fully funded this whole production. It's just Jeff there oh behind the till. Like, we're going to invest everything in anime. We are <laughs> at the end of this is this is our destiny. This is our tact op destiny to be rolled. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That would be amazing. That would be. They just make the pie. That's why they were showing off all the different items on the menu. Yeah. They're like, look, here's our, here's our amazing apple pie. Eat it. Take, try it. Come on. <laughs> oh, we'll have to close up shop soon. This is our last gambit. <laughs> if this Japanese anime doesn't pay off and bring us some American tourists, we're done. <laughs> yeah. A, a, a store opening near you. It's just, it just cuts to like real world images of the, of the, of the, and it's got like every, every, um, restaurant has been designed with the giant hole in the side of the building. That's how you get in from where destiny, from where destiny jumped through. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No music allowed because that would summon the D2. So you you have to eat your meal in stoic silence. And all this, all the windows are LCD screens that are projecting the desolate wasteland around around so you feel like you're in the environment and at two o'clock every day there's the the destiny show where in the lcd screens will show a battle off in the distance <laughs> as you solemnly <laughs> cower under the tables <laughs> i don't know why we're not investing in i know the, uh, restaurant property ideas, I, I got it right like this the, the, that must that's the only possible option um okay it's perfect promo um and i think a lot of your questions and a lot of the feeling of this show and a lot of the design choices will kind of make sense once you know what it is a video game yes okay so a specific type of video game what like um a multi uh, a multi online multiplayer online thing no not quite no like a, a i really enjoy these types of games like an rpg thing there's elements of that in there i don't know you waste a lot of money on them oh and there's lots of waifus i mean i don't know the name of the game no (laughs) i thought you i thought i could get you to eke it out of your memories no it's a promo for a gacha game right you know that was on the tip of my tongue but i wasn't sure whether that would correlate into the same because right so I, i was thinking more video game esque rather than because gacha's because mm. gacha traditionally is the, the the thing that you put money in and it drops a thing out and then it's turned into yeah. a digital version of that. Yep, where you spend real world money to yeah. get a JPEG of your most bestest <laughs> waifu okay. or husbando, depends on what game you're playing. So was this? Yeah, this oh my was God. designed in order to promote this gacha game. Okay, it doesn't get I any. It doesn't get any anniversary. That's it. No, fuck <laughs> it. No, I'm not going to condone that industry. Like I, I no. Screw it. <laughs> I'm putting my foot down. <laughs> the foot is firmly, firmly down. And you can kind of tell, like, th- things are riding big on this. Like, the, yes. the way that the action animation is so amazing. The way that the uh, they've got two of the industry's biggest studios with Madhouse and Mappa to mm. come and actually make this and put it together. There's a lot riding on this. And it's like... And 
even in that in the op which i think maybe we'll cover next yeah now that you've got the gacha context can you guess what you're rolling for in this game <laughs> yeah are you are you rolling well are you rolling for the waifus the the um the music, the music arts but are you also rolling for maestros as well because it's you seem to be matching maestros like in the op you see different maestros with different music arts and it's like oh each maestro's mm. got their own music art to sort of battle with or are you the maestro in this situation you design your own maestro and then you collect music arts <laughs> yeah i think the idea is you collect the music arts like pokemon um, <laughs> yeah the, oh god another yeah and then the fun i think lenny and that turn up as characters with titan and and so on and they help move the story forward right but you are faceless gacha protagonists number 5722 yeah and you're here to collect music arts and god damn it they will do your bidding bankroll the whole thing Mm. Mm. yeah uh, we'll talk about music arts briefly before we move into op sure well, um, the, aside from the obvious subjectiveness, subject, sub, subjectation, what's the word? Where, subjugation? Subju, subju, subjugation, is that the word I'm looking for? Where they're basically subservience of... Yep. Yeah. Of the maestros. Of the maestros. Yeah. Aside from that obvious metaphor aside. Okay, yeah. Yeah, apart from that. Um, what do you think of the designs of the, the two that we see? Yeah, so they're, yeah they're, they're cool. I think... Um, Cassette. Every time she trans transforms, I was uh, it was really interesting, and I thought the way the, the transformation process, as we know from Sailor Moon, um, yep. As she goes through that, I thought that was really well done, really well animated, and I thought her design in general was really cool. Yeah, it was it was it was dope. The designs are absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, like even from the ones that we can see in the OP, they're very striking. They're very distinct. They're very interesting to look at and you can see why they are now available in a banner near you <laughs> for just 10.99 for a chance at one of them yeah. yeah yeah no i get that but i like their powers as well and i like the idea of it as a combat mechanic it's like the maestro is there and he's assisting in terms of giving directions of what to do but mm. these humanoid crystal beings are like i know mini super saiyans just like leaping around and yeah they've all got unique weapons and yeah it's kind of cool it is a unique um take on that whole like like you mentioned pokemon and there are a lot of similarities between the relationship between these the, the maestro and the uh music art but I, I think it's quite a nice twist that it's music related that it's con- he's conducting that's i liked that it was quite a fun way to include that uh relationship mm. um even because uh, you have got that they have got that independence they and a, a bit a bit like pokemon to a certain extent i guess it depends <laughs> depends how rigorously you want to explore the rules of and law of pokemon the, the morality of pokemon yeah the, should i be keeping these creatures that have been roaming free for 20 years into a tiny <laughs> tiny ball yeah and then transmitting them through the internet so that i can just store them in a larger container digital Forever. yeah to never play with them again but i've got all of them so therefore <laughs> i'm the best <laughs> hence gacha content there you go hey well that's it the the pokeballs are based on gacha uh containers oh, that you find yeah. out of the okay. shops yeah so like even pokemon's not free from it 
No, and you know, even though you're not putting money into a machine and getting it out, I mean, that is what Pokemon cards were. Like that is the oh, the yeah. whole premise. You know, tra- the tra- trading card games are the ultimate catch. They are. That's they why are. Yu-Gi-Oh is still going so strong. Yeah. Yeah, it's Magic the Gathering as well. Yeah. There you go. Rare cards, supply and demand. Anyway, um, do you think that the music arts claim that they're fighting with music or using the power of music is accurate? Um, <laughs> mm, sure. I mean, there seems to be music playing when they go into battle, <laughs> but it seems to be a, an overtrack rather like just they've just put that over the top rather than <laughs> them actually using I it. I really want to see somebody edit the episode to just cut out the overtrack and it just be him like f- conducting and flailing around and it's just <laughs> <laughs> ah, shoot her um yeah i i, I look I, I think i think you can you can have that because i, I think uh, because it, it just because they're using the power of it doesn't mean that you need to be using music in the episode it's the essence yeah. of music and clearly the conductors are the ones that have this musical sense and musical prowess um yeah so yeah i mean i i, I, I'm, I'm, I get i get your point that the fact that they are not doing anything particularly musical but i don't really <laughs> think you necessarily need them to it would be cool if they did it'd be interesting to see how they did it um yeah that maybe it's a bit of a cop-out not to but speaking of the music i did like the classical music i i liked the piano play yeah and i i, I think um that first when he goes up on stage i was tapping my foot mm. i was bopping along when those two were having their little that's jam a really good scene yeah yeah that's really cool and the way it turns very quickly to turmoil again um a bit like when he played the piano the first time it's almost like they shouldn't be playing music maybe they it's should like the symphonica made this rule for a god's damned reason <laughs> yeah it does seem weird that they they they're there they're there at the time and they're just like ha, yeah that's a good song <laughs> and then, then they drive off in the car <laughs> oh god monkeys. Oh, oh god yeah we, we that was our rule and i'm just driving off in my limo smiling to myself rather than stopping him but hey it's fine bloody dumbasses yeah since we're on the topic of music should we do op and ed sure let's do it um op banger yeah i think i think i really like the song yeah um but i think it's made all the better for the fact that it is so well animated i think i think they had to if you're doing a show about music if the music of the op didn't sync up to the action happening on screen Mm -hmm. then it would call your chops into question like there's a bunch of little moments like there's a sigh at the end of like the first line Mm. that matches up with tact sighing then there's the a uh, nice build up as it shows of all the waifus that you're going to be wasting all your money on later yeah and then <laughs> yeah and then that drop and then just seeing destiny just like tearing through d2s in the sky yeah like it looks again like a climactic action finale yeah but it's in the op yeah it's very dynamic yeah. it's um the the action stuff really yeah it's time to perfection really um there's a nice contrast from the beginning i liked the fact that they had it all nice and happy before cassette dies <laughs> and then they they switch to the to after after that and that's when all the action stuff starts to happen so storytelling wise it's quite well done as well um mm. and the music it, the weight of the characters is good as well like that bit where cassette waves as she leaves the house and there's like yeah like yeah you see the way her arm moves is just yeah oh. yeah very good um and the music I think is slightly understated, but really good. It's boppy still. Um, I think obviously mm. it builds and builds, but even at the beginning, it's got that nice 
feel to it. It's a good rhythm. It's it's energy. Yeah. It's got energy, even though it's quite uh, understated. I guess again. Um, I, I gave. I what gave. It? I'm giving this a seven out of ten. Oh, mm. strong, strong. Can I do point fives, or are we just going for a solid number? What's the rules here? Oh, you can do make. There are no rules. You can set your own parameters. I'm I'm cool with that. Okay, get, I, I give it. Um, I give it five failed gacha pulls and then <laughs> a successful gacha pull out of ten. Ah, oh, I shot myself in my foot by letting you choose your own parameters. <laughs> And then you know that elation as you hit the middle part. So there we go, there we go. That's my uh, okay. Thing. What, about, what about the ED? What did you think? Well, it's interesting you brought up the fact that you know if they missed the beats with the um, music, and if the music wasn't good in this music-themed um, anime, then they'd be shooting themselves in the foot a little bit. Um, I don't think they this really did a good enough job for a show that's supposed to be about music. Um, you know, it's pastels, like a, a, a gouache sort of painted scenes, still images again mm. until the end when they have a tiny bit of movement. The scenes are okay. The, the, the art is, the art is nice. Um, but the music is meh and the whole show is about music. And I, I wanted, uh, they, they, they missed a trick here with having some classical music Absolutely. playing, like have, have the piano mm. playing, have the classical element to it. Um, you've clearly got someone employed that plays classical piano to a good standard. Do that exactly um, in the ED to sort of wrap things up and have that element to it. I think they just sort of, it was just a lazy Bring a bit of culture. Yeah, a bit of culture, mate. Bring a bit of culture to it. A bit of gacha yeah, culture. I like. I do like that the images do tell a bit of a story. There's like mm. the cars broken down and they found a piano and they fix the piano up and then they have a concert for everybody. But it absolutely does not save it enough especially with such a weak song. So I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I give it my entire paycheck <laughs> dumped into failed gacha rolls out of 10. Wow. That's bad. That's, that's almost embarrassingly bad. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's that sort I, of, yeah. you know, you feel it in your heart that, that, that sort of sickness. <laughs> yeah. That just like, Oh God, what have Do I done? I can't, I can't even I can't spend any more money, but I've, I'm I'm sunk cost fallacy at this point. I need to pull one more time. I've got to do it. Oh God, it failed again. I can't. I'm never going to financially recover from tact op destiny. And I can't. I can't tell anyone about it either. It's just too embarrassing. It's just my my deep dark secret that I've got to take to the grave. Um, exactly. I'm going to give it. I will never. I will never reveal I, how much I've spent on Gacha. I'm going to give it a a a, a dull two out of ten. If I'm going out of ten, I'll I'll, I'll try and keep some sort of logic to my uh, uh my gradings. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is going to get weird. <laughs> um, any odds and ends? My 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 main thing that I want to just gush about is the animation again just just say you know that's a big tick for them they the fight scenes are really cool the the way um cassette sort of switches between the sword element and the gun element of her of her thing and and just just the hype the 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 dynamic shots are really impressive and you know maybe it's maybe it's a cheap win but it's definitely a successful one they 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 do a really good job of of doing that so that's a big one for me anything for you no, I fully agree with you on the animation. It is industry leading in terms of combat animation. Just really stunning and exciting to behold. Um, 
Nothing else for me, really. No. Shall we jump into our big three questions? Yep, let's jump into our questions and decide whether this is a show we can show a noob and gets it into the universe. Okay, my one major criticism of this, Sam, is that you made me read Sub, and you know how I feel about reading Sub. Well, it's a very new series. Well, I figured we could maybe try and try out some of the new blood, because... A lot of the shows that we've watched have been from the past five plus years, right? Uh, because they're usually shows that are fully finished or shows that have got like an entire um, cultural phenomenon surrounding them. Mm. But I thought this week we'd try out Tax because it is so new and it is something that conceivably a new anime fan might pick up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah. No. In that's... that regard, there's not a dub for it yet. Okay, that's fair enough. Uh, I didn't mind reading <clears throat> i don't know what's going on with my voice at the minute um i don't dying, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't mind what having to read does to a man yeah it's 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 uh it's difficult to multitask though that's the only problem when you're trying to make notes on a show you're trying to you know engulf in the oh, animation yeah, and stuff and then you've got to read at the same time it's a skill it's a skill that you know you need to develop and uh i think any newcomer to anime needs to sort of realize that and it is it is something that um yeah can take away from things it's like what we talked about with um uh 91 days um and you said that you'd like to have watched that in dub just because yeah just because potentially for the dialect for the for the um pulling you for out of building and for, just for yeah. the keeping that what is it the the ludo narrative dissonance fun term sure yeah of like keeping you believably within the world like there's so much yeah. that you're willing to kind of put off but then when you watch a show like 91 days or even to an extent like this yeah i did set have... in america yeah yeah and you've got all these blonde-haired blue-eyed characters and they're driving across and everything's in dollars mm-hmm. and then everybody's speaking japanese it can be a bit jarring what was it was it me or was there an item of food that was like a thousand dollars or something something ri- ridiculously expensive was possibly there was a tv that was like oh the tv or something there was but it was, was like, a really no old one TV. Is buying a tv yeah 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 <laughs> yeah that was it that was what i was thinking of there's like a crt on the shelf and it was yeah. like one thousand six hundred who is paying that what it's an antique dude i know it's an apocalypse but it's still man yeah but it's an antique it's like um it's like uh old playstation ones and stuff and nintendo stuff that just now is worth a fortune um and i'm worth gutted absolute. i let my mother throw away um i oh, know right so many things <laughs> lost to time um so concept execution we said one of the main criticisms was the subtitle and that can kind of get in the way of i feel appreciating the execution of the show in that appreciating the bombast the gravity the stylistic choices of the animation and the fight scenes hmm. can be lost when you're also trying to read tact screaming now <laughs> unleash the music <laughs> and you miss like a good five seconds worth of like absolutely insane stabbing and laser blasts it, because it you've dulls read... it a little bit doesn't it? It, it i think i think in any situation if something really interesting is happening on screen and you're focused, even if you're skilled at multitasking and, and doing that, I think it will inevitably dull it slightly. Um, but yeah, that's, that is, is just... like, I even rewind shows now. Like if I see something really interesting happen, I'll back it up five, 10 seconds and watch it again without looking at the subtitles. Or there's the flip side as well, that if you're, if, if you are wanting to take in what you can from the visuals, 
you skim the text and potentially that loses impact if it's important dialogue or something, you know, you'll sort of skim it for the gist and maybe not focus on it too much. Um, But that is part and parcel, you know, if you, if you're that fussed, learn Japanese. Um, That's your alternative, unfortunately. Uh, Or wait, wait until the top tier advice this week from Will. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Just go learn Japanese. Yeah. Simple. Um, So concept and execution. The, um, the concept is interesting. It, it it was interesting the way they portrayed it, the way they drip fed it in from the beginning, these music arts fighting, mm. fighting different types of alien creatures. And they did a good job with, when it comes to animation, they did a good job when it yeah. comes to depth of character, I guess, and character arcs. Uh, do they though? I think so. I think tact, Tact doesn't change. Mm, well, he becomes jaded. Mm, no, he's always jaded towards that character. But you see him lose that that friendship and then hate the the new spawn of the devil that is, he's now in control of. Um, I suppose. I, I feel like Tact pretty much just says the same one note. The only time, like, I, I must play music, I must play music, I must play music. And even though there is tragedy in his past... I think the most interesting moment we get of Tact is when he first gains control of Destiny and he's got that kind of feral look in his eye and he's angry whilst he's using it to fight the D2s. After that, he just complains and grabs his weird rash thing that he keeps developing. Mm. Like I don't, and he, he berates Cosette, yeah, or Destiny as she is now. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah but- I, he's, he just doesn't, act apart from that that one shift in the way that he refers to it and i mean to be fair he was even calling cosette names when she was human yeah because she was interrupting him playing the piano. but that's because like, he didn't appreciate the... her sam he didn't appreciate what he gone. had and that, yeah now that he's now she's gone, gone. <laughs> da, da, da. that's i want to see the music art ball from that song <laughs> is that scooter hey, it might be <laughs> Right. Yeah. Just, yeah, I know brain cells fired. I was just yeah. like, I, I must sing this now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he's, yeah, he loses her and then he resents the fact that this thing has taken over. Um, okay. You don't like it. I, I, I don't mind it. I think, you know, he's, yeah. <laughs> nice. Thanks. Um, okay. So turn offs then. Anything right. big that would maybe stop this from the fact that this is a fucking gacha it. game. <laughs> that is a turn off like I, I'm, I'm sorry but you know I know we shouldn't yeah it, a, for the studio's benefit I'll give it its fair shot but for me knowing that is kind of important I think the fact that this yeah. is just plugging a gacha game isn't necessarily like there are shows that I've fell in love with that have started off as like um, games or I don't know. I can't remember. I can't think. There's mainstream stuff, isn't there? That's been based on, like, like. Oh God, there's this. There's a really famous yeah. one. Sorry, we mentioned earlier. Po- Pokemon is. Oh yeah, the yeah. entire reason it came into being was to promote the video games, and that's now been running for nigh on twenty years. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I'm sure there's like some you know non-anime stuff though that's been based on something really small, like a game or a. Oh Arcane. no! What 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 what's the, yeah, uh, yeah, arcane. Ar- arcane. But there's um, there's something that was based on an advert, wasn't there? It wasn't Crocodile Dundee based on a commercial? It wasn't he originally a, a commercial for something? 
to sell yes, Australia. Crocodile. I think, yeah, he was like a tourist board <laughs> yeah. um, idea that then spawned its own Hollywood movie because everybody found it and was like, this is hilarious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what a weird segue. Um, okay. Gun to your head. Which is better, Crocodile Dundee or these first three episodes? <laughs> um, you know, I'm going to say... Uh, I mean, Crocodile Dundee. It's got to be. <laughs> like, Crocodile uh, Dundee. Like, that's that a knife. That's not a knife. This is, this a, is knife. a knife. <laughs> like, it's, one, it's just because it's so iconic. And, you know, you know, that's not even what makes it funny. It's the, it's the family guy ripoff of that when he's like, that's not a knife. This is a knife. This is also a knife. Ah, touche. <laughs> touche. I like the Simpsons one better where it's... Uh, Call that a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> That's a spoon. spoon. <laughs> ah, ah, I'll, I'll, I'll see, see you s- played knife and spoon before. before. <laughs> yeah. No, both very, very high quality uh, ripoffs of the original. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah uh, other turnoffs, the sketchy etchy, I guess, the, the, the fact that the, the wifey, waifu sort of, um, yeah. Subliminal submissiveness of the uh, of of the the characters yeah, serving the maestros. Yeah. I suppose it can be a bit of a turn off. I I guess as well the order and the pacing of it in terms of episode order can be a bit jarring and might be a bit of a road bump. But yeah, there's not a lot. I think because it's executed so well, a lot of the issues come from absorbing this on a more technical level and and thinking about it. Yeah, plot-wise versus usually we would say stuff like, "Oh my goodness, can you imagine that they had the this woman's clothes fell off and we saw her panties for eighty-seven angles in like a different like in a normal shonen show?" But here it's more like it's more hating okay, on I, I'm, it's hating on the culture, isn't it? It's hating on the idea of it rather than they're not they're not showing they're not doing what you just said they're not ripping clothes off they're not they're not leaning into that but it, it because of the fact that it's anime and the audience and, yes. and the, the way it's been yeah portrayed it has that element to it innately um yeah and i mean because again because it's a gacha game mm. of itself the character designs are made very appealing to various different preferences shall we say yeah I think well okay let's let's look at a, look at it from the point of view of an absolute noob who hasn't seen anime um do we think that this that in the final question do we think that this does enough to get into the universe could we show this to a noob someone who hasn't seen much anime before um and then get hooked into this storyline and overcome all of the negatives I think based on these first 3 episodes I think you could say that it does enough. Mm. I think we get that tragic backstory. We get the cool fights. Um, the characters look super appealing. They're really well designed. Um, yeah. I think it could manage it, to be honest. I think an, a person coming completely fresh could see this and then could get really interested in anime, especially action-packed and um, combat-heavy anime. It's also it also has got that gritty feel to it, you know the the, the wasteland and the desolate sort of environment. The you know the the differences between 
the cities where everyone seems to be functioning pretty normal uh normally and then you you cut to like the diner which is like on the edge of sort of civilization and they're sort of just, just trying to hang on by a thread exactly i i do like that element it's feels lived still in serving delicious pies yeah <laughs> yeah it feels lived in it feels um like a, a well thought out well backed up world um hmm. so I think there's a lot of good elements that would keep people intrigued. And I am intrigued. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it does enough. I I, I think we give it the benefit of the doubt based on these three. I am worried about where it goes, knowing that it's a Mm. gacha game and that we're just probably going to, it might just fall into the, the, but the, the, the the level, the, the studios that are involved and the level of detail, um, with the story so far, and the, the the level of detail in the backgrounds and the the the, the effort to make sure that it that it feels complete, I feel mm. is a positive and in a is a positive and a hopeful look at what potentially could come. Rather than it doesn't look like a money grabbing, even though it is massively a money grabbing scheme. Um, it doesn't look like a money grabbing scheme. It looks like a well right. well produced piece of media, which hopefully will continue that way. So, yeah, right. So, with all that in mind, then, sorry, tacked up. You're a gacha game, so you don't get in. <laughs> <laughs> Not for a lack of trying. You thought you could sneak one past us, but yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we play in that card. I feel we play the card. Look, I I didn't know that this was a gacha game until I got to episode eleven, and then suddenly I was like, "Wait, hang on," because <laughs> not spoilery. But it definitely does not live up to the first like episode's premise there, and you you the gacha elements come into it so hard later on. Oh god, that hurts. Okay, yeah, and it like it almost hits a conclusion, and then it just again it rug pulls you, and it goes. Remember, guys, it's gacha, <laughs> and it's like you have literally ruined the entire series in thirty seconds of a post credit scene. Oh no, like. How do you manage to fuck up this badly? So yeah, I think based on that, nah, nah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with that. You know, I I, I did feel a little bit bad go uh, when I was going to put it in there, and uh, I'm glad that you put your foot down and uh, and and made it clear that we do not support. <laughs> apart from you, Sam, who literally does support the gacha industry, <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. I have a problem. <laughs> You should feel sorry for Sam and not not mimic Sam. Okay. Yeah, don't 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 do what Sam does. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, thank you guys for listening. We're going to wrap up there. Um we we're going to have a little catch up in Slice of Life which we always do uh, after the show just to um reminisce about some of the things we've been doing this week, maybe talk about shows and things outside of anime or outside of uh Tact Op Destiny. Um if you guys want to stick around for that, we'd love you to uh, stay and listen to what uh, we've been doing. But if you're not, make sure you hit, hit us up on Instagram. Let us know what you think about Tactop Destiny. Does the fact that it's a gacha game hinder it that much? Should we have maybe put it in the anniverse? Um, who knows? Well, we do. We decide. And it, it, it yes, it matters. Rules. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so, yeah, let us know what you think. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram. Um, and we're always there to have a chat and uh, reach out to our audience. So, um, yeah, thank you all for listening and we'll see you next week in the Anniverse. Oh.
that was a bit of an intense and wild ride there. Yeah. I wasn't sure which way. I didn't decide whether to put my foot down until like that very yeah. like last moment. I like, As I said, well, all that in mind, I was like, ah, which Can, way? Yeah. No, well, that's, I'm, that's I'm glad fair. we took a stand because I think gacha yeah. games are definitely an issue. Um, you see a lot in the in the news of kids who like spend thousands and thousands of dollars mm. on um parents accounts and whatnot yeah ah, but anyway yeah what you've been up to this week will what's been happening in your very own slice of life well as i alluded to up top i uh, binge watched season four of cobra kai um nice have you seen any of cobra kai sam i've not seen any of the karate kid movies oh my god <gasps> okay I'm sorry I'm sorry. I love I love that Cobra Kai is bringing a, a new young audience to um to the, the Karate Kid world. Um and it's it's really it's really fun. That's all it is. It's fun. Like it's ridiculous. Really? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like it it's not ah. There's only so many times you can do the redemption arc where the, the the main character is not very good and becomes good. Like literally in this series, there's this kid that's um maybe six years younger than any of the other kids and within like what feels like three weeks he goes from this scared kid who doesn't know how to throw a punch to an awesome fighter from joining the gym like he just the the everyone in this the whole premise is that you join the one of these karate karate clubs and you become an awesome fighter and compete at the battle uh, at the end of the series and you know it's wow it's so bad it's good like like not not in a production Very way schlocky. they i don't know what that means <laughs> it's kind of like cheesy kind of uh yeah good fun it's it's tongue-in-cheek about how silly it is but it runs with it yeah yeah exactly it's not to its dis it's not to do it a disservice i think that they know very well that that's what they're going for and there are elements of really good stuff in here and like there's the the fighting in general is pretty good like the end one of the end battles at the end of season four was really well choreographed it was a really cool fight um nice and the story keeps you flip-flopping about who's who you're actually rooting for because there's like three different uh fight schools One's being led by um, LaRusso, so the main guy from Karate Kid. One's being read by, led by his adversary, and one's being led by the adversary's old coach. And each, all of, all of them have different dynamics. They've got, you look at it from all perspectives. So sometimes you're rooting for, the, there's no real bad guy. They're all just like competing against each other. Um, yeah, that's and, cool. Because I was really worried when I saw the, like that it was taking off, because it started, I think, as a YouTube red series all oh, right and okay. i was like oh no are they about to go grimdark with the karate kid uh, is the bully who's opened the new gym going to be like an alcoholic well he is struggling with his pa- oh he is. no <laughs> <laughs> no, the, 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 no. it's gonna be like him struggling with his demons and then eventually succumbing to them but i guess like from the way that you describe it he, he overcomes and he yes. gets better and he yeah so the, so the loser of the fight um the loser of the fight from the Karate Kid, you, he has a redemption arc basically, where he's he is an alcoholic, he's low on low on money, he, he's still angry, and he's he's a very sort of uh, stuck in the eighties kind of guy. Uh, doesn't really yeah. understand all of the modern, twen- you know, woke being woke and all these sorts of terms. A very very comical watching him try and navigate uh, modern circles, and that's compared to Larusso, who uh, 
win, won the Karate Kid and has been successful in business. He is the Karate Man now. Yeah. Yes, he is. Um, but it's funny because they have fights as well and they still get, st- they still go head to head and there's like nice. comical outcomes to that a lot of the time. Like in this series, there's a, they both fight against each other and they take each other out with a kick and they knock each other out on the floor at the exact same moment. You know, a very Ooh. sort of, um, slapstick yeah 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 um but it is it is just fun but like there's also and you know it's it's laughable sometimes because they uh the way they develop conflicts is very manufactured like there's points when they Mm -hmm. team up and then it's like oh well your idea we're just too different i hate what you think or like there's a miscommunication or someone sees something and it's like oh now i hate you again so they have to manufacture the conflict because these kids are generally pretty modern and they'll they, they they do let things go and they'll get on with life and then something will happen mm. and teams change and teams swap and people go to different clubs so it is very manufactured but it's fun and i enjoyed it ah, i'm glad you enjoyed it i might check it out after i check out the original trilogy yeah trilogy yeah 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 and i skipped the jaden smith one uh yeah skip the jaden smith one yeah okay it's not oh, a bad film. Give it a go. It's not a bad film, but it doesn't have any standing in this universe. <laughs> uh, yeah. That means uh, no Jackie Chan. Sad boys. Yeah. Jackie Chan's good in that. He's an alcoholic as well. Um, oh, God. He <laughs> used to be a porn star too. That's interesting. Um, uh, anyway. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what have you been up to, Sam? <laughs> uh, I've watched so much media over yeah. the holidays we recorded last time just before christmas i think yeah um and then we've had a bit of a break uh i have watched infinity war ant-man endgame and all of season one of loki nice almost back to back endgame and infinity war are both just still they're still incredible Stella, yeah. i'm still i'm like everybody's seen this movie yes but like yeah it's so emotional and the bit minor endgame spoilers i'll put them here even though literally <laughs> everybody on the planet has probably seen this movie by yeah. now that bit in endgame where the portals open and they all just come through and on it's your like left that big triumphant moment oh, on your left like I, I couldn't help it i felt myself just getting super emotional because it's yeah. like that 10-year journey culminates oh, yeah. with everybody there and it's just i know a lot of people nay say marvel and whatever but they are just brilliant filmmakers made and good films yeah like you're not going to see the secrets of the universe in these films but you are going to have a a good time with fun characters who that you care for Mm. i'm so excited for you to see the new spider-man film (laughs) dude i'm I'm chomping at the bit it comes out on thursday but i'm not going to get to see it until saturday and then i'm going again to see it on sunday (laughs) do you have to do they show it in english with a sub or do they Dub it. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, there's two different versions. Usually, when a film, um, if it's a big international release, then they will only show the uh, the dub. Uh, sorry, the subtitled version. So yeah. it's in English, yes. and then the yeah, all in Japanese. Um, I think with Spider Man because I think they expect it to do really well. Sony, the reason it got held back was Sony they could do brought in the voice talent to do the dub. Yeah. Right. Okay. So. That's mean that I've had to avoid spoilers for the past thousand years, but are you going? Be good. Are, are you going to go see it in which 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 version are you going to go see it in? 
well, I'm going to go see it in English with Japanese subtitles okay. because if I saw it in Japanese, there would be no no subtitles. Oh, okay, right, okay. There'd be no subtitles. <laughs> right, okay. No, that that makes sense. <laughs> so, and I wouldn't understand what's happening. I really want to understand what's happening. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I, I'd recommend that too. Uh, it is useful yeah. when you see a film to understand uh, the language. Um, okay. True. <laughs> right. Okay. Brilliant. Well. Um, should we leave it there? I think we'll leave it there. Okay. Thanks everybody so much for listening. We've done our plugs up top, and we'll see you next time in the Anniverse. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>